Okay, um, I want to do a podcast here on managing your size during different changing market environments. So we've, we've talked, talked about this, and lo and behold, the environment changed, and it had to change, and it did. And we have inflation fears and interest rates rising, which is a crusher for growth stocks. So you're seeing growth stocks with high PEs just get slammed, even really good companies that are usually the leaders of the market, because it's going to reset those valuations without the risk-free rate near zero, those things don't look as attractive, so they have to take the fluff out of them. And a lot of the stuff that's been beat up that's cheap is rallying now. So you're getting the banks and the value companies, um, some of them making highs, and you got the stuff in the NASDAQ and other places. Any story stocks, too, with a lot of fluff are just getting slammed right now. So that's uh, where we've moved in the, in the meantime. And, I mean... I, I'm not. I I don't get into like, this is how you need to trade, or this is what I think the market's going to do tomorrow. I mean, we talk a little bit about some stuff like that sometimes, like a stupid news and excuse me, got a little bit of a stuffy nose here, uh, and things like that. But on this one, I mean, my two cents on this one is that we've had a lot of V bottoms for a long time now, for a couple of years. And I think it's been so much fear, even back from 2008, there's so much fear that there's a crash, there's a crash, and then everyone just, they puke, and then it's right back up. And then the Fed has been easy on the easy side, so it's just it's just in a blink of an eye, it's back up. And I think people expect that again. I don't expect that again. I don't, I don't think it makes sense to do that again. I think it makes more sense to brutalize people through price and time. I think time even maybe more than price doesn't, the market doesn't, I don't think the market's going to crash necessarily. I just think that it makes sense that we have a lot more uh, of a normal correction where things are ugly and they're brutal and they're choppy and psychologically it really tests you and a lot of the things that we're working don't work as well and you might get a momentum day and then you get a choppy day and give it all back day and things like that and you have to learn kind of how this normally is in the the last part of uh, 2020 and early this year is is not a normal environment. And then we're getting kind of a return to something right now, it seems like. So it'll be fun and challenging for all of us to kind of adapt to that. And I don't want to get that or I don't want you to get that in your head. I'm just saying that to maybe prepare people for a different way of looking at it. And maybe maybe the price action will tell us if it wants to V bottom back up. We just had a nice um, nice uh, recovery from the move down this morning today as a Friday. So the unemployment day. So we'll see, we'll see what happens next week, but it doesn't really matter for us because you know, we all have different strategies we're following and we just have to do our job and follow those strategies and then the trades will show up. So who really cares what we think about the market? But anyways, the reason I said all that was because I got a question from another listener and it's a good question. And it's one that I've dealt with a lot and had to work around, which is like, how do you deal with your size? Um, what happens if you're a momentum trader and it's not working as well now and you're, you know, you're hitting your loss limit or you're uncomfortable and stuff's coming back and you just, you feel frustrated. Um, is there a systematic way to cut your size? Is it something that should be mapped out like that? Or is it, so we're discretionary traders here. If, if we had a system, we'd have it coded in what to do. Right. But this is different. And I don't think there's any hard and fast way to do this. And I think it's different for anybody or for, sorry, for everybody. So let me give you a couple of stories. I traded with a guy who was a fantastic trader and he never wanted to give up his size, which this guy got away with it. Meaning that when he struggled, he kept the same size and he sometimes had really big drawdowns because of that. But 
he generally was able to handle it because of his personality. He was an extreme risk taker and he could get through that. Emotionally, a lot of people can't handle that. Like that could be a brutal path. I think for most people, if you don't give up your size when you're struggling, you're going to really pay the price. Giving up your size means cutting down when, when things aren't going well. And a lot of times that's just, you don't have to punish yourself for a couple of days. I mean, if you, if you hit your loss limit, if you're, let's just assume you're day trading here. I think this, this listener is day trading. So if you're day trading and you hit your loss limit in the morning, I mean, a lot of times you can still have a great afternoon or a great next day of opportunities show up if you're not completely psychologically bombed out. So the biggest thing you want to do is stay in the game. So I don't want to cut myself off. I don't want to have to say I've hit my limit two days in a row, so I'm just not going to trade anymore. I don't want or until things show up or whatever, I'll paper trade. I never liked that. I always want to be a player in the game. I always want to be testing, feeling, and being involved in the game. But what I will do is I'll trade a lot smaller, especially early in the day. I really start small. I feel it out. I don't care if I take a big loser when I'm really small because it doesn't hurt me. Um, not even a big loser, just if I get beat up in my first few ideas. And I start to feel that market, I get in that flow again, and then eventually something shows up. And I just can't help but to trade it a little bigger because I kind of understand it. And then slowly my confidence comes back. That's always what I've done. Um, that's kind of a shorter term speed bump type way. Now, if you're really hitting the skids and you were doing great and then you're getting killed because it's completely flipped and you haven't really recognized it properly and you're just getting hurt trying the same things or you just don't see trades that you like. That's an environment where I would take my size down uh, maybe 50%. It could be more, it could be less. And there's no, there's nothing wrong with taking your size down 75%. You don't want to go so small where it doesn't matter. But taking your size down is fine and you bang around for a while in there and you kind of find yourself. You go in there and you're trying different things and you're getting feedback and you're, you're, you're taking small experiments and you're just continuing to run those experiments and collect that data and you're not allowing yourself to lose your capital. So psychologically, you might feel like shit because you keep losing and it feels terrible, but financially, the big losing was done right at the top when you didn't catch it and now you're losing small, but you probably feel worse than ever. So that's a totally normal thing, but it's just part of being professional and keeping your money and, and picking yourself up for later is just to take care of yourself financially. And also psychologically, you kind of just build back up. So you don't want to be out of the game. It's better to be small than be out of the game because a lot of times I've had some great days with really small size because I start to catch on and my confidence comes. And later in the day, I fall into a trade and I add to it. It's a little bigger. And then the rest of the week I trade well. And it's all because I decided to cut down early and, and stay in the game that way. So give up the size. The other thing is he mentioned using his trading journal to kind of gauge what he thinks, gauge market sentiment. I think more important than market sentiment is your own, is your own actions and your own mind. And this is really one of those, this is why a lot of us do it. It's the personal work, the spiritual process, honestly. The, it's a life's growth curve that you're going to go through in the market. And because if you think about it, Every single day, if you caught every negative thought before it happened, you would be a happier person, right? We're all trying to do that, and it's very difficult because one thing can send us down a bad path. It's the same thing when you're trading. It's watching a chat board, having someone else say something, notice that you've struggled, you used to catch that trade, or you just missed it, or you were in too big, you got stopped out, it went without you. All that stuff causes you, when you're struggling a little bit anyway, to really fall off. And if you can catch that, if you can work at catching that and really get good at catching that, it's and swallow that and just kind of breathe it out, go on a walk, whatever you have, whatever you have to do, you get stronger and stronger. And that's kind of part of hiring a coach or doing whatever you have to do. You don't have to hire a coach. I mean, it helps, but it's just, that's the work right there. It's just 
can you can you keep picking those things up and check in with yourself when you feel when you feel off any kind of fight or flight any whiff of fight or flight at all like meaning fomo or got to get in or holy shit it's busy this morning i'm running late i need to make my breakfast and you know i Oh, I got out of this stuff yesterday and, and now it's going back up without me. Like any of that stuff is just mandatory. Do not trade until it goes away. You cannot make money from that spot. If you do, you're lucky and then you'll get your ass kicked later and you'll get punished and crushed for it on bigger size. So you, you just can't do it. It's kind of like in martial arts when you run at somebody and you fight really angry. They just calmly use that against you and toss you out of the ring. Like in the book, The Art of Learning, he talks about that. So this is the same thing. And it's just, it, you have to manage that stuff and it's not easy. It's really hard. It's why, that's why people don't make it in the, in the business is because it's not because they can't find winning trades. It's because they can't do this. In 2020, it's easy because it goes up every day. So it's not hard, right? You just hold it and it works or you keep buying the high and it works or you buy your pullbacks or whatever. But this is the game now. When this stuff starts, it's about maintaining these things and, and keeping yourself in the game until either you learn something different or your stuff comes back. And as you trade longer, you'll pick up more strategies to handle more environments, and that's just part of the growth curve. But the bigger growth curve is this stuff. And this is actually the stuff that carries over into your life too because when you get really good at like understanding your emotion and if you're in fight or flight or if you're in anything kind of panic or whatever, um, you pick it up in your life and your relationships. It's like a really nice transition point and you can work on it. You can use it like in every area to work on it. It's, um, that's what I like about this so much. So I think to sum up, stay in the game. Don't take yourself out of the game. If you hit your limit, then you cut down that maybe you have to leave that first day and you come in the next day and you trade smaller until you get yourself together. There's no rule. You don't need three days in a row or some bullshit rule, five days. That doesn't matter. It's about getting yourself in the right spot. doesn't matter. In this, we used to do things at my firm like, you know, I make money three days in a row and I move my size up. It's bullshit because you make money in three good markets that you three days of tr- good trade and you understand. And then the fourth day it's a choppy range and you're trading bigger because you made money three days in a row and then you lose all your money. It's stupid. It's not, it doesn't work that way. This is an art. This is like, this is an artistic creative process. It's not structured, regimented stuff like that. If the market stayed the same every day, it'd be easy, but it's not like that. So that's the thing the, the simple way to do it is to pay attention to yourself and then just be a blunt creature and cut your risk off when you're getting killed. That's when you be when you just do it. You just cut back, and you'll know. You'll know. You don't ever need to worry about increasing your size. You just will. Anybody who's consistent automatically increases their size on their own. It's always a question I wanted to ask. Okay, well, when do I move it back up? You'll just know. You'll know. You'll see the trade, and you'll know. Time to move it up. You know what I mean? It just it just happens. And if you don't know what I mean, you'll figure that out. So the other thing I'll say about max daily loss limits, they're a magnet. If you have a loss limit, you just end up going right to it. You just kind of temper tantrum and and you pound yourself right down to it. I know for a lot of traders who don't trade during the day, this is probably like not super relevant because I think the emotional stuff is relevant, but the loss limit stuff is not something you deal with. So um, forget that if it's not. But um, I'm not saying you shouldn't have a loss limit because you're apt to go to it. It's kind of like... You know, I slam that thing down three times when I'm a kid and I get put in a timeout. So what am I going to do? One, two, three, timeout. Like, bam, if it's five times, it's five times. It doesn't matter what the number is. So psychologically, it's just kind of being aware of um, when we're on tilt and we're not 
checked in with ourselves, we're going to hit whatever number we have. So we need to get in front of all that stuff. We still need to have a lost number, I think, but it's more of getting in front of that and understanding the psychology behind how you're going to land at that spot. It's usually that you're not, you've missed, you've, you're not dialed in with the market and you're not dialed in with yourself. If you're dialed in with yourself, you're probably going to be able to dial in with the market because you're going to just sit there and not do anything when you're confused. So I don't understand it today. That's okay. There's big moves. It's, I'm, I feel my personal curve connecting with the market. I'm, I have anxiety, a racing heart rate because there's big moves and I want to make money, but I don't know what the hell to do. That's okay. Eventually you will figure out what to do. You will. You always do. I mean, it just happens, but sometimes you just sit there and then you go on chat boards and everyone's making money and life is so, is so easy. Everything's great. And that's bullshit too. And then you feel bad about yourself. So stay away from that and do your own thing. It's the only way you're going to be successful and really to pay attention to what's going on. Like you can feel it in your chest. You can feel it in your stomach. You can just feel it like when you're not dialed in that, you know what I mean? Everyone knows what I mean. It's just not, it's not the right thing. And that's a bad time to be trading.